Welcome to the XR Motion Podcast, where we go over everything AR, VR, 3D, motion design, metaverse, NFT, AI, you name it, we go over it. Today, we have a very fun episode. We have an excellent XR Motion artist who's been doing some just really unique things, you know, making AR designs appear on shirts to just doing some cool stuff in the NFT space. I'm very excited about this episode and for you guys to hear it. His name is Prado and he goes by Prado HF. To look up his work, it is P-R-E-T-O-H-F. Go look that up now. You're not going to regret it. As well, we are having a bit of audio issues in the beginning. We did get it cleared up about one third of the way through. So this episode is just going to jump straight into the good stuff. I hope you guys are excited. Enjoy the episode. This is the XR Motion Podcast with your hosts, Michael Steinberg and Andrew Hogue. Where do you see AR kind of going? Because it's interesting. You know, soon we might be having lenses or glasses coming out where you can live in these AR environments or XR environments. And, you know, right now it seems like, well, if you want to view this world, well, you got to be on Instagram, you know, on an Instagram camera with the filter mode up, which seems a little inconvenient. And same with Snapchat, you know, it's like, you have to be in that app to see it. I don't right. know. I mean, or maybe they'll just make it a little bit more easier to access. What What is your thoughts? Like, how do you see maybe AR, uh, XR progressing in the next few years? I think I still focusing on the AR because uh, the VR is not practical enough. And also mm. uh, MR make reality you have to get the uh, Oculus Ball, right? Because it's so expensive and not the practical for the people. It's not mass production yet. It means people going to stick with the phone for a long time. Yeah, and very true. I think they can just familiar with the scan something from your phone. Even the TikTok now, they push a lot of the AR filter a lot and this is the good one. People going to be able to share. The thing is, the AR people can easy to look up shareable, right? Look up, this one is cool. You can share your friend. Your friend can see it's going to be like a viral easily. But if you use the VR, just your own personal, you have the difficult sharing when you share. People are supposed mm. to have the headset, right? I think right. So. right, yeah. And, and so it's like, ten years. it's that, that idea of like proprietary hardware and software being sort of a yeah. limiting factor. It's yeah. interesting to hear you say, I, I mean, I agree. It's like, we've had 20 years of sort of learning the behavior of carrying a phone around with you. And so we've learned to interact with our environment through mm -hmm. a phone, right? You know, it's mm -hmm. people see a QR code and they know, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's in the conscious, the global consciousness of, oh, I pull my phone out and I scan the QR code. Like that's how I interact with that thing. So, you know, it's interesting to hear your perspective because I agree. I think that like, you know, AR and, and mixed reality and VR, you know, as opposed to VR has a much uh, softer barrier to, barrier to entry because most of it can be done on the phone. Um, what I think is interesting is, you know, everyone's making their own proprietary solutions to this. So it's sort of like, is there going to be an open source uh, mixed reality language? You know, is there going to mm. be, or is it always going to be through the, 
through the kind of gate of you have to be on the Instagram app, you have to be on the TikTok app, you know, to, in order to interact with certain experiences. I'm I'm very curious to see where all that goes. Yeah, I just thinking about if have you ever seen uh, the AR web bed web bed like a, mm. you just yeah. use the oh, web yeah. bed. You don't have to relay on the application the TikTok or Instagram. That one can be easily easily people can use it. I think that one can be the answer. The banding can be used from this one, but the thing is, who gonna host the information and stay right. with you for a long time? If you yeah. have to, if you the size small enough, you can put on the blockchain or something that keep the forever thing stuff. That one, but gonna be the well. Next but then level. you also have to worry about ban. I mean, I feel like at that point you're worrying about bandwidth. You know, you can't host an application on Box. I mean, in theory you could, yeah. but you know, yeah. if you suddenly have an app that has like a million daily users box is going to crash and yeah so i guess that is kind of that's why it sort of pops up but which is also interesting michael who are we talking to that it was we had this conversation where it's like remember back when iphones you had to install a separate app to scan qr codes oh yeah like it wasn't yeah it yeah. wasn't always integrated <laughs> yeah. into the camera right so at some point years ago that's yeah at some point that yeah. standard became that became a standardized thing it's like you could open any camera app scan a qr code and it would do what you want it to do. So I'm, I mean, I'm curious to see like in the next 10, 15 years, are we going to get to a point where there's some sort of, you know, maybe it's not a QR code. It, it will probably be much more complicated than that. But do you think there's going to be a, you know, a sort of standard solution to, if you are, if you're an artist at home and you want to make an AR experience and you don't want to rely, like you don't have an Instagram, you don't have a TikTok, you don't use, you know, some social media app. Do you, do you ever see, you know, have you seen any applications that are trying to solve that? Or do you see that as like a direction it might be going? Or do you think it's always going to be siphoned into these sort of companies and their, and their software? I, I, I think they're going to develop from the web bed for sure. And mm. also Apple, I think because they have the LiDAR scan, right? They even from this one. And I think Apple going to be the big one for this thing. Right. Yeah, I don't know why I just got this weird idea of even looking at, you know, how you had the sticker and that kind of activated the QR code or your AR sequence, because it's not a QR code. And now I'm just kind of thinking, I wonder if there's going to be future shapes or signs that are become like general information. So say there's a menu, maybe it'll be a green square. And that will be like the universal QR, like, or sign for, for a menu. Look here for a menu, right? right, right, right. Or a blue circle will be like more information about this place, you know? And so when you look yeah. at it, you know, oh, I want to know more. I'm going to look at this yeah. random yeah. circle. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Because it, yeah, you know, it's just kind of like, I don't know, it's interesting. And then with LiDAR too, you know, I'm just thinking like, it could even be an object, right? Like it doesn't even have to be a 2D thing. You're, you know, you're right. It could be like an actual physical object is the source. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which would make because it almost the, more accurate, yeah. right? Because yes. now it has tracking points versus just one little 2D image. If they combine between the data, database and the GPS, like IP address, like, okay, uh, example, when you scan, scan your maybe circle dot right. in Brooklyn, 
database combined with the GPS can tell information about maybe bus station, can we track the the bus station information? But the symbol right. is the same with Asuria, my l i f e Asuria. Right. So the same symbol, but this... can be combined. Yeah. Yeah, bringing all this all this data together yeah. that already exists. You know your GPS data, yeah. your you know your local time. <laughs> like, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Which and and this came up on our last episode uh, with Gavin Shapiro. So um, one of the uh, recent AR things that I saw that I thought, oh, immediately like I could see mass adoption of this is Google Maps. I think in major cities has an AR experience. Where all you're doing is it's Google Maps, but instead you open your phone and then you you know you point it around wherever you are, yeah. and like the the little pings that you normally see from Street View or from like 3D or satellite view are placed on the buildings that represent you know. So if it's a restaurant, this restaurant has this uh, little ping right on the front doors, cool. and so it's like that doesn't seem like a big deal at first, but suddenly you know you start, especially living in a place like New York where. You know, you go you go out in in rush hour, and suddenly you're trying to find this one storefront on a block full of like 50 storefronts. Yeah, mm. I mean, sometimes something like that would be useful. Um, and it also just speaks to the sort of. I just think the more it's interesting that we went so far on the VR side of things because now I feel like AR more more often than not is showing really good utility in like a you know an everyday use case kind of example than VR. And so yeah, I think we're sort of having this like. We've pushed the boundaries. Now we're going to like dial it back a bit, and you know, you see, even the last what is it, Meta, Meta Quest Pro or whatever is that what yes, it's called? Yes, Meta Quest Pro. Yeah. Yes, that that like one of the big features is that you're able to turn off the display and still see what's going on around you. I mean, yes. that's, you know, yeah. in some ways a regression from what the last headset was. So sick. Have you have you um, messed around with the the new Meta headset yet, or? I just used the Quest 2, and I still have the motion sickness sometimes because I love to see around. I spin my head all the time, move my body a lot. I think it's too much. I think maybe. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. it's funny with the motion sickness thing. It really is. For anyone listening again, you can't unfortunately really look around in VR too much when you have the headset. I always yeah. say you kind of have to be like. Uh, Is it Bigfoot? How they claim they know Bigfoot is because he turns his whole shoulders and not just his head. You kind of have to you, like look with your shoulders and turn your whole <laughs> body, you know, when you look. Because if you just start like 360 accessing your head and neck around, it's instant nausea. You have to you fully, know? fully reorient your body. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean that's how I do it. That's one of the number one ways. I think I think I naturally just. Made my own body motions to avoid motion sickness. That it's like subliminal to me, but you know, there's there's few things I've noticed. But yeah, uh, <clears throat> that's so but funny. this one you can fix with the design. You actually design in inside that one. You have to design at what point and navigate people to not turn so much. But when you are designer, right, and you want to see everything inside the beautiful design, you have to whoa, wow, and spin it out. <laughs> Anyway, oh <laughs> Tell us what you're working on right now. I know that there. I've seen a, a few things <laughs> recently, like um, the the liquid trip project. I'm very curious mm. about. So, what are you what are you working on? The liquid trip. Uh, look at the trip from the. I'm um, start from the NFT stuff. This one can expand the NFT. Can be exhibition. It can be everything. But this one, I make a new drop on Nifty Gateway. 
this one gonna be launched based off of and it's it's kind of an extension of the board apes universe yeah uh yeah can can be my liquid liquid app liquid something because my work is more liquid stuff and Mm. the app can be this one part inside that one can be the main character to lead people and take you to to another place that's it nice this one gonna be fun because we have gathering the 12 artists from thailand and wow. they call they call this one is so sneak peek this one for the call thai tao because <laughs> i'm new york and my friend in thai and the big big name of the artist in thailand and NFT artist and they will adopt on nifty gateway the first time that's nice really cool. that's amazing yeah. congrats yeah thank you so much and uh december 12 with a Thai artist, they call Thai Tao Soy Twelve. Soy means like a uh, state, yeah, mm. <laughs> like a K Tao, right? K Tao Thirty Two, but oh, Thai right, right, Tao right. is a. Uh, and I'm actually on. I'm in the. Um, I'm in the visual. Uh, visual museum or uh, gallery, uh, which nice. you can access via your site, which is very cool. Oh, okay. The cyber on cyber. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, on on cyber.io. That, what made you move from, you know, it sounded like you were doing some pretty insane stuff in Thailand. What made you make the move to New York? <laughs> the, and what was that experience like? Okay. The first thing is I want just to see the movie without subtitle. <laughs> <at first>. <laughs> <laughs> you see, when, when I see there's something with beautiful stuff, like a, you have to start with the subtitle, right? You have, you're missing the point. Like, wow, this one is beautiful shot. They decide for the people to see in the movie theater already. But you have to start with the text. You miss mm. a lot of things. Stuff. And the second is, I learn about the tutorial a lot. And everyone speaks in English. And I have to, what they say, they want to back and forth all the time. Uh, probably they used to live in LA, but mm. they retired and moved back to Thailand when they were 15. And then she came here alone. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ten years ago. Start from, I cannot speak English at all at that time, that moment. <laughs> yeah. Damn, mm. that's impressive. Where, where do you see yourself going in the next three to four years? Because, I mean, it looks like you're starting a clothing line. Uh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> and then, you know, yeah, maybe. you're doing... <laughs> you know I'm trying I'm to get one of those crew necks. That... that uh crew neck is very nice and i will okay, just you point me in the right direction kiss my yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah, yeah and i'm seeing you doing stuff in the ar the xr but you know and you're doing just some cool 3d then it also it feels like you're doing the nft stuff um what's kind of like where do you kind of see yourself moving forward or do you have a specific direction that you want to go towards or are you just feeling the water right now uh actually i want to expand more the X, XR stuff mm. you know, because I don't have to dealing with the big machine it means you can go everywhere you can work on the laptop right? because now before I have to start with my PC with a uh, graphic card and iMac and it's a heavy machine it means it's difficult for me to move and work everywhere but yeah. now I can work just on the iPad I can sketch on the iPad make TV sculpture on the iPad if Spark Air can work on an iPad, I can work everywhere in the world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're going back to Thailand. Yeah. yeah. Yes, maybe. But 
I think I love the vibe of the New York because everyone loves art and can easy to talk with people. Yeah. Yeah. I still missing the atmosphere when back to 10 years, maybe five years, when you go to exhibition, everyone loves to join and talk. But now I think it's the, the feel is not the same. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's definitely a little future, different. Yeah. I think it's AI can be my goal to maybe I want to talk travel more. And, mm. but I still love to design heavy stuff. I want to learn more on Unreal Engine. Because yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't want to render. I hate rendering time. If you uh, optimize everything correctly, you can just finish. Mm. You have to render. But last year, I did uh, the show, the live show, but we decided to use the Unreal Engine to make the visuals. It means we just record. You don't have to render everything. You just pay. And oh, that's that. amazing. I don't need to linger. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah, but I wonder. If you combine the, the Unreal Engine with maybe joystick or something. And when you do live show, right, you just play the game, but the live show can be single. <laughs> yeah, but in real time. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. That would be alert. Just give them the controller. It's like, all right, it's go time. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But honestly, I mean, that's what visuals are. I mean, Again, I just I still love that Mandalorian had just people yeah. on the side in VR headsets and they're like, move that rock. And like he's <laughs> in the virtual space just moving the rock. And you're just seeing like the rock being moved and the guy like literally looks like he's using the force to move it, you know? Yeah. So cool. <laughs> uh, I wonder though, I haven't thought about this, but it would be interesting if Unreal ever made a stab at AR. I don't know if they have or haven't, maybe, but, you know, I haven't heard I of anything, but that would be interesting, you know. They have like, the, the, the AR, not yet, but for the VR, yeah, they did, right? They have the plug-in you can test on the AR. Oh, on yeah. the, and they recently they have took a stab at, um, But if at, they have put back the feedback to your head, headset, right, or it mm. can be the mixed reality, right? Because when you combine with the MetaQuest Pro, they can send feedback and yeah. really the graphic on top in the real world. going to be fun. You'd have to learn anything. Just wow. That's going to no, be the amazing. coolest thing ever. I mean, especially if you can allow Nanite into it and you can just have super high res polygon models, just you can walk up to it and it's just yeah. perfect. That will uh -huh. be whoo. Game changer. Uh, yeah. I honestly feel like that might be something weird that we might see happen sooner than later. You know? What do you like, think? How long has it been? 10 years? 20 years? What do you think? I could see that being, fa I mean, so Google, Apple pushed back <clears throat> their headset. Mm -hmm. I honestly think that Apple was going to make a VR headset and then canned it and wound up mm -hmm. going more into an AR route. That's my personal belief with their delays. And just hearing some rumors, because um, everybody was pretty sure that they were going to release a VR headset. Yeah. And now it seems like it's definitely probably not going to be a VR headset. Again, all rumors, but I think AR is going to be the route. And I think when they do release it, it's going to be massive. I think it's going to be yes. a game changer. And I think when that happens, hopefully... Unreal Engine will be ready for that. And I would see that happening. And I think the Apple deadline they were saying is 2026, which 
That's yeah. still three mm-hmm. freaking years away, but yeah. you know, I, yeah. that, that, I, yes. three years isn't that far. It's so far, and it's also and it's not also that not that far. far. Yeah, yeah. I mean, talk about being able to be Look at the last three years. I mean, yeah, we're in the PlayStation <laughs> One era. You know, it feels like we're not, but it's like, yeah. dude, you can be an independent artist right now and get in while it's hot. You know, um, yeah. But. Do you remember the application from the Apple Store? They have to bump your phone to send the Bluetooth stuff. Remember that one? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. That one what was it? mean at at the time, like the Android, everything can send the Bluetooth, right? So you send email oh, yeah. to your phone. But at the time, Apple cannot don't have application. You don't have to get option to bump your phone to send the email. <laughs> but after that, like three years, they uh, app, uh, develop for the AirDrop. Right? AirDrop mm, right. Then it's really stable. Yeah. take time but so so good yeah <laughs> yeah but once it like once the feature hits everyone's using i mean i'm on the train yeah. going anywhere in new york and i have like randos airdropping me stuff which of course <laughs> just as a, a life pro tip do not ever accept a random airdrop especially on uh new york transit scriptures is that what everyone's sending around uh, yeah, 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 yeah. something like that yeah something like that jesus you know that's what uh that's what they yeah, that's too funny. I'm excited though. I think I think once the AR stuff hits, it's just going to be a whole nother universe of cool things. Yeah, and I think it doesn't even have to be complex. Like some people think about how user intensive it'll be. I I just think I forget if we were talking about this last time. I think you mentioned it, Andrew. But just yeah, you're going down the street and you just want an arrow to tell you turn right here. You know, yeah. and you don't got to look at your phone. It could be just even in the corner of your eye, it'd be so nice to not have to pull your phone out. Or if somebody texts you, you don't have to pull your phone out. It's just there. And that to me is so handy. No processing, just a display would be absolutely amazing in my opinion. Um, Yeah. Also would, would uh, really cut back on like the number of tourists that just stand on any street corner being like, (laughs) <laughs> like turning turning 360 degrees with their phone in their hand looking up you know like yeah no it's it's a useful thing i mean it's just it it would save people time it's you're already pulling yes. your phone out a million times. you know if you if you don't know where you're going and you're putting it in google maps you're looking at your phone like every three seconds you know man at this point we're we're vying for like milliseconds of people's attention like how much information can you get them as quickly as possible it only makes sense that like an AR experience or an extended reality experience would be the, the answer to that, you know? Yeah. Even the train station would be nice. You know, I, I sometimes still get a little confused when it's like, it doesn't say uptown or downtown. It just says two different trains. And you're like, which one is that? And it's you not know? a universal yeah. thing. It's like some stations you come to, you have to cross the street. If you want to go uptown, you got to stay on this side. Yes. If you want to go downtown, other stations, it's like, yeah. it doesn't matter where you go in. You got to figure it out mm-hmm. once you're down there. Like, yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of, uh, there's a lot of use cases for it. I think more so, I mean, to the, to the broader point, like more so than yeah. VR. VR just sort of is, I mean, it's hardware agnostic. So you have that barrier to entry. I think there's certainly like a familiar, you know, all of us, we have a, I think a strong familiarity with, with tech because we're, you know, we all have big CPU, GPU rigs <laughs> that we do all our rendering on. And we, you know, so you, you're used to that sort of level of troubleshooting and interacting with, you know, hardware. You give someone who has never, you know, who's, who the most intensive tech, tech they have is an iPhone. 
if you give them a quest two, they're going to be like, so it does it plug in somewhere. Like, how do I charge it? You know, what is, so I think, I think it just, it makes sense to kind of give people a natural extension of what they're already using. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's going to be an interesting future. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens, but I think, yeah, there's one thing Apple is good at it's simplicity. So I think that'll be hopefully the time where when they come out, they'll nail that simplicity for all users, um, which is exciting. Um, Well, to get back a little bit onto it, I know you, so with NFTs, I just kind of want to jump into that a little bit because you seem to have a lot of experience in NFTs, you know, or maybe not. I don't know. It just seems like you're posting about, you know, you said you're doing a drop here soon. Um, I just want to hear a little bit about what was your experience getting into NFTs and, you know, where, what's your journey been like with NFTs and kind of what your, maybe your future goals is with that. Okay. The NFT, I know the term back to the sun 20. At that time, mm. I want to buy uh, the Bebo artwork and they have mm. the physical, they have a physical, like, like, a, like, a, like this. I like this one. Is that a people? No, no, this one's We're mine. seeing this a people on screen right now. That's Bill's no, no, no. no, this one's mine. Oh, it's, it's yours. Okay. Yeah. Still, but cool, I mean, a hollow display of an NFT is, is a very yeah, cool. I don't know. I want to buy that. That was super cool. <laughs> I want to buy that one, but I know what is this one and how can I buy it? And I don't know. I don't have experience about the, the crypto and blockchain at all. I didn't file out on 2021. What should they buy and how can they buy and what is what is about? Oh, go, oh wow, you can sell art and you can get really feedback to you and gonna be like digital access. You can own ownership something. That one, I, but at that time, I think about wow, this one I have more space to show my art. I don't people can see my art everywhere. Also, they can keep my art forever on the blockchain stuff mm. because no one gonna be destroyed. Every computer. Even if the, maybe the electric shock, the world cannot have electronic. I think it's impossible for now. But mm. yeah, I start from that one, like the person early uh, 21, and they have a Thai community to support and have knowledge each other on the NFT stuff. Also, at that time, it's difficult to find the information. You have to jump to the Discord, Discord, no Discord, before Discord, Cuphouse. And when I jump to Cuphouse, I saw Everyone changed the profile pic to the app, the boy app, the app. And what? What is this guy? What? What? <laughs> what, what, what have I here? And then they talk about the dirty fee and IP. You can do the license for that one. I think, wow, this one is cool. What? What? What is this one? I just jump to buy one. But before I buy it, my wife have a party. I I just select. Then I drunk. I forgot to buy it, and the next day I have to buy it. But the price a little bit high already. But I bought it allows zero point five Ethereum at that time. Oh wow, point <laughs> five Ethereum. Yeah, point five Ethereum. But wow, I, when I bought, that's... I gonna bought it. I, I almost mean, buy it at yeah zero point three at at I saw zero point two or something. I gonna buy. Wow. Yeah, that that one. So you were on very early with it. That was like <laughs> I guess right at the start. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Wow, that's and, awesome. <laughs> yeah, and then I just try to drop on the mini platform. I want to know 
how it works. And I start with uh, correct art for my friend, art for support, because when you buy Ethereum, right, you buy the artwork, when the convert in Thai bar is, uh, get more expensive, right? Because the Ethereum in bar, because I forgot the bar in, in whatever the, uh, the conversion was is better than USD. Yeah. Yeah, USD. Like mm. a, when you support the Thai artist, they can survive a month or something. They just support my Thai wow. friend. Oh, oh I see. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. That one. Yeah. And like a, we start make the group, Facebook group and Discord to talk and communicate and educate people from that one and use technology to support and make folks survive because that one at that time they have COVID hit in Thailand and they don't have uh the medicine or anything and support from the government yet I have to support my friend from that one and start wow. collect the art yeah from that one and mm. also make my art too <laughs> yeah right no but that's amazing <laughs> that you were you know to to reach back out and you know take care of people back home that's amazing yes so so then that's I guess I guess that's where you're kind of at now is like so now you're kind of doing this collaboration with people, getting it onto Nifty, which is awesome. Um where do you think that do you plan on going with the NFTs? Do you plan on kind of expanding it or do you have any future NFT projects that you have planned or um and where do you think the NF field in all in a, as a whole is gonna go? I I think I will keep making NFT uh, can be many kind of different uh, collection, but the main thing gonna be liquid. Liquid trip can be the main one, and expand can be can be use case can be utility stuff can be act like a membership stuff something. And mm. I hope in the future they have the mass uh, mass production. You can easily to use the NFT stuff with everything can be the ticket. Uh, can be like a, if you know like a token proof, that one you can just show your uh, code on NFT and you can get in the event right away mm, because they have yeah. to generate like a random seed phase and a seed, the secret code all the time. You don't, can, you cannot copy them. This one can be the next beyond the membership part on that one. I think I just looking for how can I take advantage of it and make my life easier and make more people can be useful and convenient. Mm, the nice, next level awesome. of that one, but the art can be the back people uh, art still with me all the time because art make the people uh, we cannot live without art, right? Actually, yeah, yeah, stay beyond on that one, and that's it. Like a, uh, at least a lot of thing in my head I cannot uh, digest. <laughs> no, <laughs> so, I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot when it comes to the field in general. And I mean, it's one reason why I love talking about it every single podcast, because the field is growing, the use cases of and its applications as well is continually growing. And so it's just always fun to see and hear what everybody's thoughts are on it and how they're applying it to uh, their field. So um, that's I, cool. I just thinking about if you launch the MFT, M NFT for the X uh, motion, like act mm. like a membership stuff, and you can just meeting and you have something can check your membership, or you can you can use from this one can be fun, like a black I, radio, 
Yeah. Maybe yeah. you did it. I don't know. You heard no, it we haven't. No. no, I mean, yeah. yeah. I, how would you even go about doing that? What would be your method of doing that? I mean, I, that to be one, honest, I, I'm not, I haven't done, dove too much into the NFT field. Okay. Like I've done a few uh-huh. things, but I've never actually tried to make an application from an NFT. Okay. You can use the manifold. Manifold means the platform that you can upload mm. uh, your artwork and you own the contract, smart contract by your own. Because if you post on the Nifty Gateway, OpenSea, uh, Unknown, uh, you know, everything you can stick with the platform, the owner of that one. But if you mean on the manifold, you can control everything. And it mm. also send out your artwork to platform that I told before. You can send out to OMC, Super Rare, Lift Gateway, and everything. Mm. Just, yeah, I think you can start now. Be Interesting. Um, I, I like and, the idea of it. I re- It's very fun idea. How would you then, so uh, for anybody listening who doesn't know, including myself, um, how would you... <laughs> So I like this idea of saying, oh, it can be used as a pass, right? Or it yes. could be used as a discount. Where would you go about using it? Like how, like as a user who makes this NFT mm-hmm. and I somebody buys it okay. and you have a store, how would you kind of, are you just right now doing like a manual process where you're applying the discount or... Mm-hmm. Is there a another website or application where you can say if somebody enters Ver- in their yeah. NFT, verifying then- their wallet contents to make mm-hmm. sure that they actually are a holder of the contract? Or yes, thank you. Yeah, luckily now they have the application application called Token Proof. It means when you own, uh, you connect your wallet, your digital wallet with the, this application, can see okay what NFT you. Have right. It means your user, right, and the provider. Okay, uh, sample like a XR motion, like yeah. a, the collection, and you can get the token proof from the provider. It means you can just put the event on that one. You mean okay, if you have the collection A, you can get in this one for free, and you can get oh, nice. the whole. So there's yeah, the so there's one. already a, a a service provider that's kind of filling in yes. the sort of like the gap of verifying that yes. you are wow. an owner of a certain contract. And then also if you own that contract, you're given access to X, Y, or Z, whether yes. it's a event yeah. pass or a discount or. Yeah. It depends what NFT you're going to use. You're going to use just only pure art. Okay. Just collect them and that's it. When you sell next time, okay. You can know what you own first and the ownership. That one is okay. For me, I buy oh. art sometimes just for art, but some right. buy for, I bought for like a utility stuff. Right. Ah, yeah, I kind of love that thing. idea. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Love... I mean, because we have the, I mean, even with the meetup, right? It's like, yeah, it doesn't yeah. have to be something that somebody buys, but it's also, yeah. it's it's a nice, it's a nice way to sort of give people in the community, hey, here's a little yes. NFT collection. And, you get an NFT and show no. and you, you know. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not saying anything happens now. I, I look no, like no, no, no. Like I'm convinced convin- you. <laughs> Yeah, no. I mean, it's just it's just an idea, and you know, there's there's so many other applications. Like, I'm need, I'm even thinking it would be interesting if it even got to a micro kind of thing where 
you know, an NFT would be like a season pass or something where, you know, if you go to a bar, you can have your NFT be like the token verification, Yeah, you know, at the event or something. I don't know. It's a, I haven't thought too much about it's it. It's a rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Millions of application uses, but it's cool to actually see, you know, that there is a token proof website out there and I'm definitely interested to check it out mm-hmm. because yeah, I've, absolutely. I've known about these things and I've known that it was possible, but I've never actually heard of the exact path that you have to take in order to um, get that the last, working. So, the last summer they have the NFT basketball like you buy a ticket, you bought a ticket, and you can pay the game with like a group of NFT people, right? Oh, nice. The ticket, you can just, you can make a different the ticket. Okay, this season, you can be, uh, let me, the cow, can be the big name of the artist, decide for that one. It means when you use it, but you can still collect like a stamp, like a, the design can be different the design. It means you can trade the stamp or the NFT with your friend for the mm-hmm. next season. Like the next season can be maybe me and you sign for that one. <laughs> the price go, going down something, I don't know. Right, <laughs> but right. for the period version can be, yeah. Warhol can be expensive one, I don't know. <laughs> well, I love the idea. Um, and we are getting to the hour here, so we do got to start wrapping. But <laughs> I do love the idea of having... An NFT be for something. I'm just thinking like Bonnaroo, right? Like I've gone to so many music festivals mm-hmm. and I honestly would love not to combine everything together. But if mm-hmm. I did have my own little metaverse and it was my own little personal room and every little event I did go to, I had kind of like a plaque that had, you know, just as a memento. And then also it did have practical use at the event. And who knows, maybe in the future, you know, if Bonnaroo 30, if you were at Bonnaroo 10 anniversary, you yeah. get a, you know, and that would be, I mean, because I'm not going to know where my ticket master is on my third spam email, <laughs> but, you know, if it was hanging around in my little, you know, wallet, that's, uh, I don't yeah, know. absolutely. No, I agree. I agree. The, the Coachella, they have a ticket, and a ticket for Coachella, and also the Steve Aoki, they have the, Wow. Uh, so already happening. Like, yeah. 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 Yes. yeah. Yes. That is cool. I'm I'm like writing all these things down to And and the big name, like a brow, the brow, the uh the music guys. That one. Bowery mm. in Brooklyn. Brow B B L T I forgot how to pronounce Oh um, <laughs> how to spell. I, I will send it to you. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, perfect. Um no, yeah, so cool to see, like, you know, people talk about utility. That was a big thing, especially when MT started getting a little more scrutinized by, you know, the public conversation and media. But, like, it's not just utility in terms of digital utility, but, you know, you go to an event, you show a, a you know, a, a code or a, a wallet that verifies that you have that, you know, and you get some sort of real world perk. I mean, that suddenly makes it, I think, a lot more appealing to a, a broader audience for sure. Yeah, definitely. All right, man. Well, I think we got pretty much all the questions. Um, well, real quick, uh, is there anything else you wanted to mention? Any dra- anything you want to say before up. we have? Okay. Uh, if you have time and you go to Washington, D.C., you can see my work, my artwork in Pennet Wood Museum, the mapping production on the big wall. 
that one yes. can interact with the, your voice. Yeah, you can. Amazing. Well, uh, I have family in DC, <laughs> so the next sick. when I'm down there for Christmas, I will definitely check that out. Whoa! Yeah, Prado, it was amazing talking <laughs> with you. I'm glad. You know, I feel like the NFT stuff it usually just kind of glazes <laughs> over my head, or you know, and I don't really learn anything too much. But this was great. So fun. Thank you for all of this knowledge. All right. Good luck with everything, man. Thanks for uh, taking some time. <laughs> 